Hello and welcome to the Date Yourself Podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Drew. Wait. Tyler. Tyler, where are you at? Hey everyone, for this recording, Tyler had to take a little vacation, so we're having a guest host today, Drew. Tell us a little about yourself. So, my name is Drew Moffitt, and I'm from Twin Falls, Idaho, and I'm currently a sophomore studying psychology. Today, we'll be interviewing a lady named Hannah Campbell. Hannah Campbell is from Australia, and she has quite the experience and stories to tell us today. <laughs> Perfect. Let's get started. So, Hannah, tell us a little bit about your story and why you love your life. Awesome. Well, hi, guys. My name's Hannah. I'm 26 from Australia. I am actually, I'm just on vacation here in America uh, for about two weeks. I am obsessed with Taco Bell. It's a, an addiction that I have, even though there's only one in the whole of Australia. Really? <laughs> I know. Um, my record is like Taco Bell four days straight. Um, but anyway, it's something I'm trying to overcome. And I love sunflowers and Maltesers. You won't know what that is, but that's an amazing Australian chocolate. So, Hannah Rose, with your view of your dating life right now, how does that compare to what you thought it would have been? Okay, so context. I'm actually one of six children and I am actually the only girl. So growing up in my family, I was always very protected by my loving brothers and father and mother. And I was constantly told how beautiful I am and how much, you know, they would hurt any guy that hurt me. And, you know, I was surrounded by positive affirmations every single day of my life. And because of that, I built up this expectation of my life that when I hit the dating age, that I would literally just have men lining up outside my door and my brothers would have to be there to try and, you know, keep the jerks away. And <laughs> I just had this expectation that it would be the easiest thing in the world and my biggest problem would be trying to, you know, choose, oh, this guy because he's so perfect or this guy because he's so perfect. Um, and that kind of built up this expectation for my dating life to be, you know what, I'm probably going to be in a relationship in high school and then, um, get married really young and start my family life and become a wonderful wife and a wonderful mother and build my life around family and, and dedicating my life to building a wonderful family. Um, that is definitely not how my life has turned out though. And so how does that compare to your life right now? So now I'm 26. I've been engaged once. I've been proposed to three times. I've been in countless relationships and like literally I've gone on countless dates with so many different men all over the world. <laughs> so I've definitely not gotten married young and I am single even until now. So I am definitely not in any kind of serious relationship and marriage is not in the forefront of my mind, especially because my mother said, you know, she reminds me all the time at your age, Hannah, I had four children. And I'm like, thanks mom. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but the difference is that I would not change my life for anything. I love exactly the way that it's turned out. And I am so at peace with who I am today sitting in front of you. <laughs> so how have these events changed your mindset and perspectives on life and its direction right now? So it's, it's been something that I've had to work on a lot because I, you know, I, I was pursuing love and I was pursuing wanting to be in a relationship and I was pursuing wanting my life to progress. And finally, you know, in my mind, the definition of progression was 
be in a relationship and get married and have children. And there was a lot of pressures around me. You know, I would see so many of my friends be in these happy and successful relationships. And obviously I desire that too. Social media does not help, (laughs) of course. Um, And I, I constantly just felt like I was being left behind and I was being left on the shelf. And so with all of this pressure and expectations building up, especially, you know, you know, you're pretty single when your mom keeps trying to set you up on dates with literally anybody. So (laughs) they're probably some of the most awkward dates I've ever been on. But anyway, I felt that this, this was all building up to a pressure until a time when eventually I was like, this is the most important thing in my life. If I do not get married, then I'm not a successful person and I'm living beneath my potential. And, and my life is just going to suck without that. Like, I cannot imagine spending the rest of my life single or alone. And with that mindset, I entered into some relationships that weren't ideal for me. But they were kind of just like, well, these are my choices and this is the best of the choices that I have. So therefore, I'm going to go along with this and not be picky. But that mentality landed me in a situation where the relationship that I was in was unsatisfactory. I was so unsatisfied and I felt so unfulfilled and honestly a lifetime spent with that person did not sound exciting at all and and it's not just one person it was multiple people because I was pursuing this I really wanted this I was gonna say just stick with Taco Bell Taco Bell seems to do it for you (laughs) yeah Taco Bell never lets me down okay (laughs) you're right But it sounds like you were really trying to chase love, but it wasn't working out very well for you. I really was. I really was. And I ended up actually being engaged. And that man is a wonderful man. I could never ever, I could never put any dirt on him. He is so good. But for reasons, he just wasn't compatible or right for me. And it was the most, without exaggeration, it was the hardest thing that I've ever been through in my life. Being engaged to someone who was so wonderful, but just not right for me. And hurting him, hurting the expectations of everyone around me, also hurting and letting go of my own expectations for me. Because I had built my life around, you know, my happiness depends or my future depends on, you know, marriage, because that was literally my goal and that there is nothing outside of that. If this relationship didn't work out, then I could not imagine my future. And that's pretty intense. Like that's a, I think that more accurately reflects how unhealthy my way of thinking was than anything else. It's okay to be single and there is a wonderful, fulfilling life outside of marriage. When I had that shift in perspective, understanding that I needed to let go of my, you know, what my perce- my perspective of my my ideal life was when i let go of that everything in my life fell together so much better i won't i can't downplay it the 6 months after ending the engagement was the hardest of my life and i've been through some pretty hard things but that that was the hardest it was questioning everything every choice i'd ever made and it was reinventing myself and and changing my perspective that I need a new goal. So I, so I scrapped it and I, I made the conscious decision from now on, I am at peace with being single for the rest of my life. If marriage happens, great. But I, from now on, am not going to base any decision I make on the idea of, okay, but how does that help me become married? Or how does that help me 
enter into a relationship. So if marriage isn't the goal, what is your goal? What are you seeking after now? So after the ending of the relationship and understanding that I had to let go of marriage and a relationship being the goal, this was a dark time for me. And you can imagine like, you know, that that's so easy. Letting go of your dreams, like letting go of the purpose, like what you felt was your purpose in life. That is really hard. And and literally starting from scratch. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to roll over and die now. So what am I going to do for the rest of my life? What is my new dream? What is my new my new passion? And this this answer is different for everyone. But for me personally, it was 100%. I wrote a list of what makes me happy. When I think of things in my life that bring me joy or what what makes me happy, that list involved yoga, dancing, going out with friends, traveling the world, actually assisting in humanitarian efforts, like not just traveling for, you know, to Bali for a luxurious holiday, but literally like understanding culture and helping in the world where I can. And more than anything, pursuing my real passion of music, specifically singing and performing it. It's always actually been my hidden passion, but it was an unrealistic expectation because it didn't help me get towards, you know, the ultimate goal of being married and having a family. And it also didn't help with like financial, like having a financial stability. So I had to dig deep and it was very clear to me that music was my new passion, music and traveling and helping the world. And Hannah, this is what makes you so fun because many people have this end-all be-all when they get married and they just stop worrying about their friends and their social lives and just it all just kind of ends with marriage their life just kind of is the married life and they stick with the married life and they don't branch out and this is why you are so different and you're one of the most lively individuals that like I've ever met because you aren't worrying about impressing that one guy maybe let's say and for him just to take you away forever You've gotten an education, you've enjoyed your life, and you found ways to support yourself, and you were doing all these things to, let's let's say, like, express yourself. And this is what makes you so charismatic and so easy to be around. You're legit the cream of the crop of Australia. <laughs> and so saying this, I just feel like you just know a bit more about you because of these life experiences. And so I, I guess what I really would like to get from this is what kind of advice would you give to the dating age today of how to live a purposeful, meaningful life? Your goal should 100% be, I am investing in myself because I cannot begin to love anyone else until I 100% have developed myself and I 100% know myself. I've said it to a lot of people and I will say it so loudly. I am so grateful that I'm single at 26. My life is so much more enriched because of the effort I've put into living a happy single life rather than subjecting to social pressures of, hey, let's just be in a serious relationship and get married. And I think we so frequently enter into a relationship because it's a band-aid over doing what's hard and just loving ourselves and developing ourselves and walking the harder path, which is... Hey, like, yeah, it's a little bit lonely, but if you really, if you really invest in yourself, it's not lonely. Yes, I That's love it. Love it. <laughs> I think I, I have to so clearly say that, you know, I am also not against people getting married when they feel it is right. I, I think that's very important to say. But the point is, is that you should not be pursuing it. You should not be 
focusing on it. It should be something that organically and naturally occurs as a result of you living your best life. Hashtag live your best life. It is, it's a real thing. And I'm definitely behind that movement. So really, I really appreciate your story because I think like you were saying, you're not saying to postpone marriage because you shouldn't be getting married. But I think what you're really saying is you should postpone marriage until you are fully willing to dedicate yourself to another person. Because I feel like what you're saying is that your spouse deserves the best Hannah that they can get. Yes, absolutely. I oh, I can't tell you. Like, as I said, I've been proposed to three times in my life. And that's just because I'm an amazing person. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> and very humble too. <laughs> no, but truly like if, imagine if I had said yes to the first time someone had proposed to me. Imagine the person that I was then was a shallow version of who Hannah Rose is right now. She was someone who didn't really know herself. She kind of had interests, but not really like passionate hobbies. She was just interested in just, you know, whatever, like this other person I was getting married to was going to define my life. And I just feel like that is so backwards. My, the person that I love should be adding to my life, not feeling it. I just feel like my, my cup needs to be full and the person that I end up marrying, his cup is going to be full and we're going to come together and we're going to have two full cups and then we're going to make little cup babies and they're going to have a wonderful life and a wonderful family because of it. It's not that you're perfect and you know yourself perfectly well before marriage, but it seems you're sufficiently full and know yourself well enough to be able to really give yourself and bless another person's life. That's that's absolutely right. I I think I've developed my personality to the point that I know I don't need someone to come in and rescue me or come in and fulfill my life because I have such wonderful friends that play that role, you know, but I am looking forward to sharing my cup of water with someone else. I'm sorry to cut you short, Hannah, but it, it is time. Is there anything else you'd like to say before we let you go? Um, No, just I think what you guys are doing here is an amazing thing and I hope that the listeners are able to, I don't know, apply it and, and share it with others because it's been massive life-changing. Everything that you talk about is life lessons that I've learned and I think that if anyone applies this in their day-to-day life, they're definitely going to be living the most fulfilling life that they can and you are your biggest fan. You don't rely on other people validating your life but you validate your life by the way that you live it. <laughs>